Hey hey hey. Welcome to the latest episode of What the Fs. Lucky episode number 13. What the F episodes are my weekly take on fads, films, finance and fun with friends. And have been dropping regularly every Friday. And I do know they have become sort of a weekly ritual for some of you committed listeners. Thank you, thank you. And your families. I strive to keep in touch with whatever the F is happening around the world. So that 5 minutes with me over the weekend should make your next 5 days happy. Or make you money. Or better still, both. Paanch taza minute mein paanch din ka zaikedar maza. So stay with me. Stay part of this journey. And let's together continue to discover the freaking fun we can have in the process. In today's episode, titled Buy, Borrow, Die, Better Call Rack, <laughs> I am delighted to share with you two items that are absolute boats, B-O-A-T, best of all times. A streaming recommendation that ranks among the very best and is a totally bingeable series on par and dare I say, even better than its predecessor sequel? Yeah, confusing, right? Listen on. And the ultimate estate management, tax savings and capital gains avoidance strategy called Buy, Borrow, Die. Let's get to what the film and fun first. Since what I'm recommending is about a lawyer and about law firms in parts, Here's a lawyer joke to start with. You can never get tired of these. So what happens to a lawyer when you give him Viagra? Answer, he grows taller. <laughs> Let me rewind a little bit. Sarka 2015-2016. We watched Breaking Bad. And it was one of the first multi-season bingeable shows on streaming that at least we came across. There have been series before that, multi-season, etc., like Friends and others. But, you know, in the streaming era, this was really one of those must-watch. And I and so many of you consider this as one of the early boats, best of all times. Yo, to all the Breaking Bad fans out there, we even did our obligatory trip to Albuquerque, New Mexico, in Breaking Bad garb. Heisenberg t-shirt, fedora hat, even the Walter White uh, moustache and beard. We went to the Walter White home. No, we didn't get to throw the pizza. <laughs> the car wash, we visited that. And we never thought anything else could equal it. Especially something related to it. And a prequel to it? No way! So when Better Call Saul came out, we gave it like a wide berth. Especially since it was on a tangent to the main Breaking Bad characters. And Saul, this was about Saul Goodman, right? The lawyer who represented White, Walter White in, its, in his transactions. But then pandemic happened. So some resistance faded away. And then our son recommended it. And that meant a lot. His other recommendations also have been totally on the money. Avatar, Psych, Money Heist and so on. So I'm so glad we went ahead with this. And what a remarkable show. Stands on its own. Completely has a similar sharpness, depth, 
a character development arc plot acting visual style and the way it shows the relationships whether it is the relationship between the brothers between jimmy and his girlfriend between the various other characters the ambitions the tension the action and how some of these breaking bad characters get introduced in various ways you find out what their backstories are vince gilligan who's also the creator and producer of breaking bad and previously was involved in x files did this one too and to pull off yet another boat just freaking impressive but the star of the show is bo odenkirk aka sol oh man the layers of this lawyer the complexity one has to see his multidimensional character here to appreciate the contrast from what i thought was mostly a one dimensional portrait in breaking bad and there are some delicious chestnuts thrown here and there story of how and why he had his name changed from jimmy mcgill to sol goodman uh, just one of those corny things that keeps the delightful surprises just coming it's on netflix even other streaming platforms five seasons are already out six season coming early 2022 and a large part of the plot as i did mention earlier does involve lawyers law firms estate planners financial institutions people trying to use tax avoidance sometimes maybe cheating scams as well it's all good man managing assets and estates expanding personal wealth avoiding taxes hmm that does sound like the segue to what the finance right so today i talk about the ultimate asset management tax savings and capital gains avoidance strategy which is called buy borrow die how does it work well you buy assets that usually appreciate over a period of time like say a home or other real estate or stocks hopefully you do it in a tax free or tax deferred manner and no this doesn't include buying cars which are typically depreciating in nature though in today's environment used cars may qualify well just joking so you borrow against these assets as step number 2 by using these assets as collateral to invest in other growth areas and other assets don't use your own cash once you have that initial set of assets this is how you leverage debt to make your money grow faster why is it a tax saving strategy because when you take a loan it's not considered an income and hence you don't pay any taxes as compared to selling your assets to get that same cash which will trigger tax bills right so you hold on to your appreciating assets which is what a lot of rich people do once they have a stock portfolio or real estate and so on accumulated through the initial buy phase and then the latter borrow phase but now what what's your exit strategy exit strategy is to wait till you die yes why well if you sell while still alive you still have to pay capital gains tax but if you pass it on to your heirs they get these assets at a stepped up cost basis which is the market value on the day of the transfer of these assets so their gains are only calculated from then on and not from before for example say your stock portfolio is worth a million dollars 
and the cost basis because you invested wisely, you listen to what the Fs is say just 400k. Now, if you sell now, you actually have to pay capital gains tax on that 600k, whether it's short term, long term, I don't know, hopefully all long term, but still. Now, if you die and this gets transferred to your heirs and they sell it on the day of the transfer, their tax liability is zero as per current laws. And if they hold on and sell in the future, well, the cost basis is from the day of the transfer. Same applies to assets like homes, other assets that you pass on. Buy, borrow, die. All rich people do it. So why shouldn't you? But when will this work? This usually works when borrowing costs are lower than the typical rate of appreciation on these assets, which is like now. You don't need the proceeds from the appreciated assets for a long time. That's another precondition because if you need that cash desperately, you may have to sell. But if you don't, better to borrow against that rather than use this cash. And obviously, one other precondition is that you have a long time before you plan to die. <laughs> well, I know the last one is not under your control and maybe you won't die. In which case, please do start your own podcast and share the secrets of this long, 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 long life with the rest of us. But till not dying at all becomes mainstream, everyone, please follow what the Fs. Well, what can go wrong? Which is Biden's tax plan can happen. And if that happens, unfortunately, you can't leave the country to escape it. Just like the Afghanis are not able to leave theirs to escape the Taliban. So Biden's tax plan is expected to plug the stepped up basis loophole. Maybe it will happen, maybe not. Maybe it will happen for certain kinds of assets, maybe not for some other kinds. But we don't know. It is also expected to lower the estate tax exemption limits, which is currently at $11 million, which means assets transferred above that estate tax limit do get taxed on death. Again, it may happen, it may not happen. Further, it is also expected to raise capital gains tax in general for high earners, which actually makes this BBD strategy a little more attractive if the stepped-up basis loophole doesn't get closed on the other end. What else can go wrong? Inflation and interest rates could go up significantly, making borrowing costlier. And returns from real estate or stock market could go down. Market could crash. Your future returns could be lower. So any of these things could happen. Anyways, the tax benefits of borrowing against your assets are compelling even without taking other aspects into account. But what if you think maybe it's a better idea to just stay alive? Hmm, that definitely sounds attractive. <laughs> In which case... Continue listening to What The Fs and in one of the future episodes, we will cover how to manage your estate in your long drawn out retirement and continue to binge watch some of the boats that I bring to you. It's all good, man. So while fictional folks better call Saul, if you have more questions about on the finance section, you better call Rack. <laughs> So wrapping up the latest episode of What The Fs with a best of all time recommendation, 
Better Call Saul and the Ultimate Estate Management and Tax Saving Strategy by Borrow Die. I enjoy putting these episodes together every week and I do hope you enjoy listening to them. If you do, please also share with your friends and social circles and recommend that they subscribe to it too. Hearing back from you on my newly launched Facebook page, What the Fs, will also help me make these better aligned to listener tastes. Here's Rack from What the Fs. See you next Friday. Till then, ta-da!